0: Our good God talks with us, and He invites you to stay constantly connected with Him in powerful and practical ways as you go about your day today. So let's get started. Let's start here. There's an enemy of our souls. Satan opposes God. And because he opposes God, he opposes us because God loves us. We are created by God to have relationship with Him and that's why the enemy stands in opposition to us having relationship with God. As a Christian, you probably already know those things. Scripture is really clear. The enemy comes to steal, to kill and destroy. He wants to rob us of what God would offer us. He wants to destroy and separate us from God. And the ways that the enemy tries to mess with us are often pretty obvious, but it requires that we learn how to recognize When it's God who's speaking to us, when it's our humanity getting in the way, or when it's the enemy who's trying to speak into who we are or our calling in the dreams that are on our hearts. Oftentimes, we can confuse what sounds like logic or rational, reasonable thinking with what in actuality is the enemy of our souls who's trying to influence our dreams. I've learned some simple ways that we can test and approve what we're hearing to really stop the enemy from speaking into our lives and into our callings. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. One of the ways that I've seen and experienced that the enemy tries to mess with us is in producing this fear that there's some way we're going to miss out on what God is doing. That God's going to have this move on the earth and I'm not going to be aware of it. That I think I know him and I don't. That I'm going to miss what God would have me do and miss this purpose that he has for me. And I have found this to be a really common way that the enemy tries to mess with us. And one of the telltale signs that it's the enemy who's speaking these things is the fruit of what it produces. I'm going to read verses 43 and 44 from Luke 6. So Jesus is teaching here, and he says, For no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit, for each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. In the same way, one of the ways that we know the source of where these thoughts or internal conversations are coming from is by inspecting the fruit. There are times when that prompting in my spirit of, am I missing this? Am I off track? Has been related to an area of me needing to change. And this is when those things happen. When I'm in disobedience, when I'm... Dragging my feet to walk out, what God has called me to do, which is also disobedience because delayed obedience is disobedience, or when I am distancing myself from God. Those are the places where there's a genuine risk that I will miss what God is inviting me into because he's communicated it to me and in one form or another, I've told him, no, I'm not doing that. But there are times when that same concern and question comes up for me. And the fruit that it produces is fear. I am spending time with him. I'm not strong-arming him. I am seeking to walk out in obedience what he's telling me to do. And so when it produces that fear or that condemnation that puts shame or guilt or heaviness, those types of fruits don't come from God. Our enemy seeks to put fear to put condemnation and heaviness and burdens. And so if I inspect that thought and I'm doing the best I know to do, empowered by his spirit to walk out what he's called me to do, then that concern has no place in this circumstance. That concern isn't coming from the God who loves me. That concern is an attack from the enemy who despises me. And so it becomes so valuable to learn how to inspect the fruit I bring that up in this conversation because sometimes that fear of missing it, if we give it space, influences us in ways that are contrary to what God would have for us. If we're drawing close to God, we're not going to miss it. And I know this because the greatest call that's on our lives isn't what we're going to do with God. It's not the difference we're going to make in the world. It's not even the difference that we're going to make in our families. The greatest call on our lives is the invitation to relationship with God. The invitation to intimate closeness. And by knowing him, knowing ourselves and who he's made us to be and engaging with him in life both on earth and after our time on earth is over. That's our greatest call. We're not going to miss it because we're not going to miss him. He'll show us. He'll keep talking with us about it. And if we allow this ongoing conversation with him, we're inviting him to, to search our hearts, to show us our offensive ways. Walking error transformed, we're not going to miss him. Here is a simple and powerful question that you can bring into conversation right now with God. And feel free to make it as specific or as broad as you want. Go ahead and ask him, God, what's something that you're doing right now? And How am I already participating in it? And then follow that conversation with him wherever he would lead it and with whatever other questions you may have. I believe God's going to show you ways that you're already responding to him and to his good work in the world. Have a good talk.